Good morning, Lord. How are you? Good morning. I am great. How are you, John? Very, very nice. I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing great. Yeah, thank you for being available uh, this hour. I mean, it's, it's a little chilly in here in Philly. I don't know about uh, where you are right now. Um, well, you know, for me, if it's under 70 degrees, it's chilly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready yeah, for so July. You're ready for July. Yeah, I mean, uh, sounds like we share a, a common uh, uh, thing right there. You know, I love it when it's uh, 70s, and, uh, um, and and it's funny because here, the way I see it, uh, the year begins with cold and with cold. Yes, I mean, I want it to be cold for Christmas. Well, I don't want to be too cold for Christmas, but um, but after that, bring me some hot, sunny weather. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> I know t- t- today is a, it's a it's an awesome day because I'm sure we'll be doing some exciting stuff that uh, we'll talk about later. Um, but right now, I want to welcome our dear listeners uh, because we we, we want to talk about something really cool, and uh, we're going to be talking about Christmas time because you just start, you know just as we started talking about how cold is it, and everybody wants a white Christmas sort of. Um, so. So tell me, Laurie, um, and, and before I even mention, uh, ask you the question, I want to uh, remind our dear listeners that uh, uh, this is Flourish with Laurie and John, and Laurie is passionate about um, helping people, helping leaders uh, think outside the box, um, try different methodologies to equip and empower their employees, and she's passionate in developing uh, through leadership coaching uh, training and development, and uh, I love it. I love it when I am connected to people who add value, who seek to add value to others. So I'm so honored to have you, Lori. Thank you, and I'm definitely honored to have you. Um, I, you know, one of the things that you know that we were that we've heard a lot in our training is it's good to have an accountability partner, and. Um, I know you're definitely that for me. Um, if nothing else, you know, um, because you you're so excited and enthusiastic, and you you know you keep me even on even when I wasn't feeling well, and um, you know you just I love that you have that same excitement and enthusiasm that I do, and it's um, I always get excited when I know that you and I are going to connect and and work on something. So. Um, you're just you're a great friend and you're a great partner and it's um it's great working with you so yeah, awesome. i appreciate you <laughs> you know what you're talking about enthusiasm today in the morning i started reading the the book by norman vincent piao um enthusiasm makes the difference yes. Have you read that book? <laughs> it's <laughs> it, it does i mean um it is it's important to be excited about things that you're doing you um you pour so much of your more of yourself into it and you do a better job when you're excited about it right if you're you're not really excited you know it it reflects in your work so um it it does make a big difference and that's what we want people to experience um right and there's this quote i love from the book that says enthusiasm is a kind of faith that has been set afire Yes. So you and I know how that feels when you're so enthusiastic about something, you feel like you're burning inside. Yes, you can't stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You can't stop talking about it. 
um, you know, I know sometimes people just want to say, God, would you be quiet? <laughs> because, you know, it's like, it's, it, you know, it sets your soul on fire and it consumes you and you just, it's, it's what you want to do because you, you love it. You know, some, something that sets my soul on fire, all, you know, almost all the time is gratitude and, and Christmas mm-hmm. season for me, I, I think it's a powerful moment to, you know, just set ourselves on fire with gratitude because we get a lot of things to be grateful for. And, uh, you know, can you just speak from your heart, you know, what Christmas means to you and your family and how, why you, you think it's nice that we celebrate it? Yes. It, and it's interesting because I was doing a lot of thinking about that this morning. And um, I was just actually doing a little reading about, you know, um, the reason for the season and things like that. And, um, you know, my entire life, um, you know, for as long as I can remember until my grandfather passed, we always spent Christmas Eve at his house. And, um, and my birthday is actually on Christmas Eve. And so, um, yes. Wow. So, so, um, and my grandmother used to always make me a pineapple cake and, um, my mother, uh, took that over and, um, after she passed and um so you know i have very fond memories and my grandfather you know as you always say that he was the original clark griswold because he had these crazy tacky christmas decorations that we all loved as kids right um because he was like a big kid so that was a very uh those were some very fond memories for all of us and we have carried on some of his traditions um but at the same time this morning you know i was very thankful for um, all of those times, but you know, there, there is a little bit of sadness that comes with that, you know, and I have to reel my own self back in to be very thankful for, um, that time that, that I had, and I was very blessed to have, um, those times and have those memories. And then I think about, you know, um, a friend of mine just lost her father this week, one week before Christmas. And, you know, there are a lot of people who have lost family members, uh, this year and um, and even more close to the holidays so um, you know all of those things you know you you have to really focus on all of the things that you have to be thankful for and um, yes you know remember the reason for the season but you know we should really be, have Christmas every day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that, that is a day of celebration, you know, um, to celebrate, uh, the birth of Christ, but, uh, we should really experience, uh, that celebration of Christmas every day, um, in our hearts at least, and, um, and, and have that gratitude every day because we, we do always have something to be very thankful for and you don't have to look very far to find someone who is certainly less fortunate than we are so um i am my cup runneth over you know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i love what you said there that uh, even though we celebrate the birth of christ that we can experience this uh, moments of gratitude every day you know what's so special um as you mentioned about your grandfather celebrating your, your christmas eve and your birthday at your grandfather's house also comes i resonate with that because that's what we used to do every single year and uh, 
the way we would do it is that uh, my grandfather would prepare uh, a sheep and a goat for a whole year. He, he, he would get uh, a sheep in January and a goat in January and he would take care of those two animals until the end of the year where we, when we're having the celebration of Christmas, we would, you know, he would uh, do all the, the ritual part of it and uh, he would teach us, uh, teach us on leadership, on faith and on relationship based on uh, the type of meat that uh, he was sharing with us. Uh, uh-huh. So it is fascinating that I think every family has a tradition that they've experienced or they continue to experience. Um, you know, my grandfather now passed uh, and uh, my family is trying to revive the same tradition uh, for having uh, that celebration. Mm-hmm. to celebrate birth of Christ but to celebrate each other and another key thing that I found is to forgive one another because yeah. it, sometimes there's this there's this uh, block um, that is stopping you from becoming the person you're meant to be the, the person God has blessed you to be because of this that element of oh man I have not been able to forgive one or many people that have done ABCD to me so and my grandfather said you know in his own mind, um, you know, if he had or he knew some people were had like uh, you know an experience that they are not able to give forgive each other, he would give each of them a, a taste of the bile juice or the bile from from the animal, and because it's so you know some people say it's 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 bitter and and everybody will go looking for water, so he would say you know in the real experience when you have not forgiven a person. It is that bitterness that you know that makes you um, upset and sad, and you have to look for water. Now, in this case, the good water is the is the uh, forgiveness piece of it. So, right, and you know, and I can speak to that from my own personal experience too. Yeah. You know, um, and it's not always easy. No, you know, and it's human nature. You know, we all get upset with people, especially when we feel like they have. Um, not treated us the way that they should have or they've done something and they have wronged us but um, I know from personal experience and things that it has taken me a long time to be able to say that I have truly forgiven someone Mm -hmm. Um, I may still not choose to um, associate myself with them but that's different from forgiveness yes it is totally different totally different and so and I've again I've had, these are conversations that I've had um, with some friends of mine over the last couple of weeks who have had trouble with forgiveness and I, I'm like you know it, it's completely necessary it's something that you have to do and you will you when you finally understand why you have to do that and all the reasons why you have to do that and not only because it's the right thing to do but because you do not understand how much better you will feel mm-hmm. and when you and when you dig into the heart of it and why you you know why it's the right thing to do um but you will feel so much better when you let that go wow that's uh, this is just powerful stuff so christmas um, the way I hear you say it too is because you want to, you feel better if you forgive and you experience gratitude. So it's also like a, a healing process, if you will. Um, it is, and you know, just that that family time, you know, and like I said, you know, when my my grandfather passed, it was um, in November, so it was very close to Christmas time, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and 
Um, but at the same time, you know, we can tell stories and think about things that, that happened, you know, that, and we can laugh so hard that we cry because, you know, it was, there were some great times and some times that were very funny. And, um, you know, I, there's, there are certain stories that immediately pop into my mind and I could sit here and just chuckle right now thinking about them. And, um, that they all, they're the same stories that pop up in my mind all the time, you know, and they really do make me think of a Griswold family Christmas. Um, so, um, and I don't know if you've ever, if you've ever watched, uh, uh, the Griswold Christmas, but the, the last couple that came in, the older couple, the one who, um, sang the, um, who said the, um, Pledge of Allegiance instead of the prayer at the table. You remember that one? Oh, yeah. yeah. The uncle who set the tree on fire. Oh, yeah. um, My grandfather had a twin (laughs) sister and her name was Aunt Patty and she was hard of hearing. And um, so I think of a like a little gag that my brother played on my grandfather's twin sister, Patty. Mm -hmm. And um, that I will never forget that. I don't think any of us will. And it was just very funny. And just things like that, you know, so when we start to get sad, I, I, you know, we can tell those stories and it just makes us very thankful because we, we had some great times. So my grandpa was just a mess. He was, he was funny, you know. You know, when you, when you say that uh, Christmas should be every year and now you bring the family, I I feel like there's something that, uh, biggest percentage of families are losing the, the idea of accompanying each other the whole year, not just meeting once a year during Christmas time because I think that even in my family we have kind of lost that I know my cousins are trying to get together now once every month so that they don't lose that tradition of being the one big family uh, you know versus waiting you know for 12 months and then trying to gather even to remember other people's names Uh, and I think it's important if we can uh, families can really um come together at least once a month versus waiting once once a year what do you think about that you know i completely agree because you know and again i think we are all so guilty of that because we get so caught up in this rat race of life right you know i'm guilty of saying this all the time and it's not that it's not true you know um, I can't, I'm busy. I used to be on the opposite end of that spectrum. I just had someone say to me yesterday, um, you know, you take on too much. You don't tell people no. And I said, actually, I have learned to tell people no. It took me a long time to be able to master that. But I, w- I would never tell people no. And I would just overload myself. And I would get stressed because I never wanted to tell anybody no. You know, if someone asked me to do something, I, w- I felt like I had to say yes, even if I didn't have time to do it. So I have gotten better about that, you know. Um, so because sometimes you just can't say yes, even if you want to more than anything. So used to the word no was not in my vocabulary. You know, it was like if somebody said, can you do this? I would be like, sure, you know, sure, I can do that. I would never say no. Wow. I would I would help anybody, even if I, I didn't have time, I would double book myself because I had a problem telling people that I couldn't do something for them. And, you know, um, 
so I've gotten better about that so yes people are very very busy but what happens is you look back and you're like it's five years later ten years later and you're like I I wish I and then people die or <laughs> something yeah. happens yeah. and and then you have regret yeah because your kids have grown up they didn't even meet this certain family member or you know they don't even know who this person is yet I'm so guilty of this myself and I have to do better we all have to do better because you know once the day is gone it's gone that's it you know you might you might waste and I'm not telling people to waste their money but you might waste a hundred bucks and, and you can get that money back yeah you know but you can't get time back. No. When time is gone, it's gone. Yeah. And there's there's no way to there's no way to you know to get that back. So we need to really be cautious about how we spend our time and 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 think and prioritize it better. You know, we will again. I will tell people yes, and I will you know run myself ragged to do all these things. But what about my family? I think you, I you mentioned things for people I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I think you mentioned very important things there, Lori. You know, time and uh, you know, spending time building these solid relationships with family and and friends and and um, Christmas time. I think it's one of those times that we can evaluate ourselves and say, all right, this is how you know. I haven't met my family members for 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 a couple like two years or one year or 10 years and now it's an opportunity to see how can we do better i think that's a very good question to ask ourselves as we celebrate and as we be thankful and and and, and forgive and and heal and do all these joyous things that we do during christmas because you know when christ comes he comes so that we can have joy in abundance and having joy in abundance is each one of us and all of us together so that as right. we begin New Year's, we're beginning it in high spirit, in, in togetherness, in in, and we can f- make firm resolutions that will last. Um, so, uh, Laurie, so what, what do you, then would you recommend? What are your final thoughts or final, you know, parting shots of on Christmas and how people can celebrate this Christmas intentionally? Um, one, you know, and, and it's probably. Uh, a little late on this for a lot of people because you know some people um, start really early not myself um, because you know I, I used to be really great about uh, doing my Christmas shopping early and doing it all year but um, one remember the reason for the season and don't go out and financially strap yourself to buy gifts Yeah, that is not Christmas why would you stress yourself out to go and buy all these crazy presents? One, um, you know, go out and, you know, think about the person that you are getting a gift for and let it be a thoughtful gift. Yeah. You know, you, if you're buying a gift for someone, think about that person and make it personal. Um, you know, a less expensive gift that has thought and meaning behind it people will go out and spend all this crazy money on people but the gift has the gift has no thought behind it so 
a less expensive gift that has thought and meaning means so much more, right? Yeah. So don't don't put yourself in a financial burden. That's not Christmas. Yeah. That's not Christmas. And yeah, people who love you and care about you don't want you mm-hmm. to like be paying for Christmas 2018 in 2028 right (laughs) because you financed it and you're paying like stupid interest charges interest rates on it so don't do that and giving someone the the gift of your time is more valuable than anything you can buy you know um, spend that money on a plane ticket if that's what you got to do and go see someone Instead of shipping them a package, you know, UPS. Hmm. Oh, my right? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I know that's, like not always, <laughs> that's not always conducive, right? But I mean, you know, yeah. just think, think about, you know, what, think about what Christmas is and, you know, and embrace that. Yeah. Embrace that. It's not all about, let me get on Amazon and ship 70 packages all over the country and you know and are you going to make a phone call that day and say hey merry christmas i love you wow thank you so i mean this is that's just powerful i think that's a very um simple strategies uh simple and clear enough for people that they can execute today so remember it's being intentional yes and one more thing and i have really thought about this um because my kid is driving me nuts with his xbox Mm. And I'm like, you're lucky you have an Xbox. So I've really thought about this. And I think uh, my nine-year-old son and myself, we need to go work at a soup kitchen. Yeah. So I think that that's uh, something that needs to be high on my list of priorities to do with him, especially over the next couple of weeks while he's out of school. Mm -hmm. And especially, particularly while it's cold outside and he gets to see just what it's like and you know um my my son is very smart and um he's very perceptive and i think that it would certainly make an impression on him and it would help him have a little more gratitude we spoil our children we go overboard because we want them to have things you know and um I think, uh, and we tell them things and it works for like, what, 15, 30 minutes? Yeah. And then it's like gone. And that's how children are wired. That's not necessarily their fault, but you know, their little brains, you know, it's that's just how their brains works. It doesn't mean they're bad children. That's just how a, cho- a child's mind works, right? So they'll yeah. listen to it and you can kind of redirect them, but then it's gone, they lose that, right? Um, and they don't, a nine-year-old, a, a five, six, seven, eight, ten-year-old is not going to think like we think. So that's, they store that somewhere else. They don't, they don't hold on to that. So, but, you know, kids, when they see things like that, um, and they, it's an experience, you know. Yeah, I really, I'm with you there. And I think um, creating impactful experiences for kids is yes. Especially for the, during this Christmas, get your kids out there, soup kitchen, let them go serve, let them go see what it means to serve others. And not only you instill gratitude, you instill uh, leadership, faith, commitment, and all this great stuff because we are people and our job is to celebrate other people as well. And it I, is, it uh, is, it'll be helpful. I'm sure they'll appreciate our help also. So, 
Thank you. Thank you, Lori, for giving us all those nuggets. And thank you, our dear listeners, for listening. This has been Flourish with Lori and John. And it is a pleasure to be able to add value to you. And we hope that this Christmas will bring the joy, the gratitude, the healing that you need. Thank you so yes. much. Merry Christmas, everyone. Be safe in your travels. Be blessed. Merry Christmas. Have a good one. Merry Christmas. You too. Bye.